de Global Latin Factor Podcast. Welcome, welcome, you and all, to another episode of the Global Latin Factor Podcast, where we talk about, say with me, Latino everything. I'm your host, Crispin Valentin, and today we are getting into the Halloween spirit. Last year, or the last few years, it was about a year ago, we released uh, some uh, limited edition or special editions of Latino Urban Legends, and we're going to continue that with today. We didn't dress up. Well, I am dressed. I am dressed like a podcaster of the Global Latin Factor podcast. <laughs> All right. If you have not subscribed yet, go subscribe. Go hit the bell. Leave us a comment. Thank you very much for the ones that are already doing so. And if you're on audio, whether it's Spotify or if you're on Apple Podcasts, also leave us a review, five stars, whatever the case might be. We truly do appreciate it. Gracias, mi gente. We are moving quickly into being the numero uno podcast for la gente the people. Okay, so today we're going to go ahead and begin with this episode with another urban legend, and then we're going to move into a legend, like a real-life legend, and it just depends on uh, which way you see it. You might see it as a villain or a hero or a heroine, but I'll tell you all about that. If you want to know what this is, what this is all about, then stay listening in so that way we can let you know who we're talking about. But first, we're going to get into La Lechuza. Ooh, La Lechuza. The Spanish directory translation will be Lechuza is a barn owl. But in Mexican folklore, the Lechuza is a shape-shifting figure that changes into an owl, usually to bring misfortune to someone as, you know, someone's baby. Or also, you can your baby could be eaten by this particular individual because apparently it looks for babies. What is the difference between a lechuza, a bull, or a tecolote? Well, the general pattern of the bull and the species is the turf feathers resembling an ear. The lechuza for a species, whatever, is more like a barn owl and lacks these ear-looking feathers, so it's just a barn owl. The lechuza is usually white, and it's about seven feet tall and wingspan of 15. So it's like really, really big. It's like a big old thing. Another word that we use for owl, if you didn't know, is lechuza, búho, tecolote. However, you know, you'll be able to tell the difference. And again, it's also described as a giant owl, four feet something and a 15 wingspan. Many say that the shift-shifting witch that hunts weak people, drunk and kids, Older people, some Native American tribe also believe that the white owl are night eagles because of their ability to see during the nighttime. Legend has it the Lechuza was a witch who was exposed for practicing devil's magic. The folks town were not happy, so they murdered her. And to enact revenge, she began and became this creepy looking bird lady and murdered people. Now, the the ones that say as far as like the look of the lechuza, it's the it looks like a bird or like a owl, but it's big, like four feet something. But the face is like an old lady. Now I don't know if that's the case or not, but some say that that is the case. So that's how he became part of the legend of what it is. Now. The uh, way, how do you uh, stop the lechuza? Well, salt, putting salt around your house and cursing her out and will keep the lechuza away. 
So again, if you want to keep the lechuza away, that's some of the ways. The lechuza legend has reached all the way to the Philippines and some areas that have reported seeing the lechuza are Chihuahua, Coahuila, Durango, Nuevo León, Tamaulipas, and the Rio Grande Valley in Texas, California, especially in Southern California, have reported the lechuza. Some people don't consider this a legend. They truly believe that this is an actual thing. So they take action on the actual owls and they do stuff to them, whether they hit them with stones or tie them. They say it will whistle to attract you. However, some, like if you ever hear a whistle, just, just run. Also crying like a baby, mimicking crying like a baby. That's a disguise that also uses to lure you in, the lechuza lure you in. According to Moe's legend, the, the variation, the lechuza was once a woman, as I mentioned earlier, that was wrongly uh, killed. And, and now she's seeking revenge by, you know, the villagers. Some say that her kids were killed and some were by a drunk driver, and that's one of the other reasons why she attacks drunk people. Some of the other versions of the legend tell that the witch herself was killed by a locals and came back to seek revenge against, depending on where you're from. It's just some of the things that you hear about the lechuza. Uh, some of them say it's just a bruja, a witch, and again, they turn into a big giant owl, and... I don't know if it has anything to do with with demons or whatever. So there's also legends that it was a spell gone wrong that originated um, by a young lady. And it was kind of like a love story. And this legend goes all the way back to colonial times. Way, 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 way back. That's how long this legend's been around with the Lechuza. So do I believe in the Lechuza? Mm, I don't know. I mean, there's some strange things that I don't know. What it means, I don't, I don't understand it. My, my brain can't capture to know if it's true or not. But I know that certain things are unexplained, and certain people have accounted and gave their stories. If you look on YouTube, if you Google it, there's different people have just kind of like the um, Bigfoot or all those. Uh, they have their own account of things that they seen, things they heard, and I don't know. What do you think? So if you are never heard of the Lechusa, there's a few people that done uh, different uh, podcast videos. I'm sorry, uh, YouTube videos about her. And uh, yeah, go check her out. See what you think. It might be a costume idea. La Lechusa, if anybody wants to ask you, you're Latino, what are you? I'm a Lechusa. And then you can tell them a little bit about what it was, the story of the Lechusa going into this Halloween. Now. Now, we're moving on to a legend, another one. I mean, some people are not seeing it as a legend. La Melinche, an Aztec from Popolunca of the Open Tribe, a woman who was enslaved and then served as a guide and interpreter, then became Hernán Cortés' mistress and mother of her child. She's known as Doña Marina, Marina, Malitzen, and more widely known as La Melinche. Little known fact about her, she was actually a princess within her tribe. La Melinche was a native Mesoamerican woman of Nahuatl tribe. Some say that it is actually Olmec, and who became trusted advisor and translator for Spaniards, uh, conquistador Hernán Cortés. Her guidance proved instrumental in his takeover of Aztec tribes, and by some accounts, she was also Cortés' lover and mother of her child. La Melinche was born Malina and the daughter of an Aztec chief or Olmec, uh, Cacique chief, 
which later on after he had died, that's the reason why she got some education because it was the daughter and uh, she got high elevation. So she used that as leverage and became the interpreter for the Spanish. After her father's death, she was sold into a slave by her mother. Her mother then staged a funeral to explain the disappearance of her daughter. As many of you know, Hernán Cortés was the one who conquered the Aztecs. And the Malinche soon proved herself a very useful as Cortés. And she was able to help him interpret Nahuatl, the language of the mighty Aztecs at that time. Melinche was a very, very valuable asset for Cortés. And she's not only a translator, but she also helped with understanding the local culture, politics, and also negotiating. That's some of the things she, she did. In modern Mexican culture, her nickname, La Melinche, has become a synonymous in, with deception and betrayal. But this interpretation of Melinche's actually ignores one fact. Throughout the conquest, no matter how much power she seemed to have, La Melinche was a slave. She had to do whatever the, the actual owner said. Otherwise, it could be her death. So it just depends on how you see it. She was also, she also may have very little infection for the society as far as what she was able to contribute because she was an, a slave. And I mean, again, she wasn't able to do much. So she had very little affection within society again. And not to mention, she was also a child. It is impossible to know for certain what Melitzen uh, motions were as far as what she became uh, because she left she never left any written records when she considered when you consider her story though you think to take into consideration that she was enslaved and she just had to do what she needed to do to survive after the conquest of the Aztec Empire was completed Melitze continued to live with Cortes as his enslaved interpreter she bore him a child Martin in 1522 it is impossible to know whether it was something that she wanted or whether it was possible force upon her to have her baby. Is she a villain? Is she a hero? I mean, would that would have changed Hernán Cortés and everything? But the fact that she went from being a free to a princess to enslaved to being a Spanish translated to a noble woman because she ended up marrying possibly an arranged marriage by Cortés with one of his people and to become what she is. I don't know. I heard La Melinche before. And when we did the episode about La Llorona, supposedly part of or somewhere down on the the stories of La Llorona that the Melinche's name was tied because uh, apparently the, the son was taken to Spain. So he was taken away from her and he wasn't able to, to see. So that's some of her grievance that she had because she uh, had to, you know, be without her kid and it was taken away from her. So some of the things were like she'll be crying and things like that. I don't know. It could be. It could be tied together. Maybe that was the origin, some of the origin of La Llorona. If you have not seen our episode for La Llorona, we give you a couple of of pointers uh and a, a couple of facts and a couple of not really facts because it is urban legends or latino urban legends but some of the cool stories that people ha have in their origin of where the story came from i kind of like to find out about that stuff so this was la melinche that's another one that you can possibly 
you know, do a costume hunt. If you don't have an idea of what you want to do and you want to be different from everybody else. And, uh, yeah, I mean, but be ready for the, because uh, some people do see her as a hero. Like, you know, she did what she needed to do. She came from adversity. She went, she was a slave and it's kind of really hard to do whatever you want to. Um, and some people say that she sold out the Aztecs and everything else. So I don't know. You make your own decisions. Uh, but if there's another option for a costume, but again, be ready for the heat and to have some conversation. If you want to, you don't have to. But yeah, this was another episode of the Global Land Factor podcast. Subscribe to the channel. Subscribe to the channel. Subscribe to the channel. Go hit the bell. Hit the bell. Hit the bell. Leave us a comment. And if you're on the sound only, give us a review. We appreciate it very much. And we have more episodes on the way. Great Latino interviews coming, entrepreneurs and different things like that. So be on the lookout for Thank you for the ones that are listening and continue to download the episodes and watch it on YouTube. We appreciate it. We see you and we thank you for that. Again, this was another episode of the Global Latin Factor Podcast. Remember, we are just like you. We are the spice in this melting pot that it is the world. Until next time, bye. ¿Qué pasó, mi gente? What's going on? Thank you very much for checking out this episode of the Global Land Factor Podcast, where I hope that you are enjoying the content. If you are, make sure you subscribe, like, and comment. Tell somebody and help us reach our goal of a thousand subscribers for this channel. Again, thank you very much. Go subscribe. We appreciate it. Pero but in fact it's a flamingo Coming to Havana and we from Puerto Rico On a pirate ship, you don't know where do we go The birds of the jungle chasing fortune and fame But Juan is flamingo, is no woman.